Wow, I'm pretty excited for this. This is a momentous episode of Rona Geek Official Podcast, and I couldn't be more excited because we are going to discuss in great length and painstaking detail. Probably not that. that no, not not that much. Great. Mostly just make fun of it. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, so. this is gonna be a fun conversation. Ooh, it's finally here, everybody. It's finally here. All the hype, all the hubbub. It's all here. I know we're looking at the tomato meter for the original right now at forty percent. What what is the tomato meter for the new? Well, I figured we do our introduction first. Oh, let's, let's, we'll let's do it. Well, yeah, you know, this happened before, too, on the on the, the sort of second <laughs> recording we did yes. uh, of, of the last round. Didn't introduce ourselves on the second one. So today we will write that wrong. Uh, it, it, is, it is I, uh, uh, Martian Manhunting Adam, <laughs> plugged plug <it> Adam. <laughs> Martian Manhunter Alex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you are known as Alex. They... They also, I go by another name, Manhunter, because I'm on Earth. Earth Manhunter. I thought, I thought it was funny because he's like, I got, some some people call me Martian Manhunter. And I'm just like, it's a real fucking random thing for people to call you. Nobody <laughs> know, nobody knows who you are. Your entire civilization is dead. Nobody no, no, calls one you guy that. Knows me. One guy fucking knows me. The guy at the corner store, I buy my smokes there. He calls me Martian Manhunter. I'm, so we got high together, and that's what we do, okay? <laughs> like that, <laughs> The only like logical fucking explanation to that name it's like some people call me there's like nobody fucking calls you that it's like the jackass who's at the bar with a cowboy hat people call me cowboy nobody fucking calls me cowboy (laughs) (laughs) I've only known one person and he actually earned the name because that hat never left his fucking head (laughs) and and people would call him that because that's just the only identifying <laughs> feature that he had going at the time. But like, oh my God. You, everyone knows that one jackass, and that's exactly what he came off as in this movie. Yeah. Wow. That I will agree with you wow, on. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm glad we established that early. So I'm, my name is actually Alex Austin. <laughs> on the pod with us today, we have... Uh, recut Adam Plebeian. Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, you need to be there like twice as long. Um, <laughs> Just Rob. Just Rob. And just Rob. So and today we're going this to... This going to be a good one. Yeah, today yeah, we're, we're, we're starting to drink a little bit too, which always gets a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, so, so I'm not drinking again because this would be really bad if I did. We have uh, Justice League. So 2017, this film originally came out. Uh, quite a divisive film, as, as you can see from the scores. In fact, uh, audience score at the time, very, very positive compared to the Tomato Meter audience which score. Which is strange because considering yeah. the amount of backlash I've heard against the original. Oh my God, yeah, so much backlash. <laughs> because the only people who rate on these rating sites are people who don't have a lot of taste in movies. <laughs> even, even the critics? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so the critics in this case gave it a 40%. This was the 2017 version of Justice League. And uh, boy, what what a campaign leading up to that film, man. What a massive, massive fart of a marketing campaign that came out on the way for that Here's film to deal. be released. I understand what happened, and I, I don't want to say I give the credit movie, but I can understand what happened. This was... This partly happened because Zack Snyder had this. This was kind of the same thing that happened to the Star Wars. This is kind of the thing that happened to any other fucking movie. Like, throw a dart at a board. No, no, no. Because what? Zack Snyder <laughs> was involved in the vision of, of what we would say is the DC Universe vision. Yeah. Throughout most of it. And it was involved in pretty much all of it. But then. Starting with Man of Steel. 2013. Starting with yeah. So any Star Wars movie pre-Mandalorian post-Disney acquisition yes. is what I'm trying to say to you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, but what happened here is Zack Snyder clearly had a vision and um, what ended up happening was his daughter committed suicide. Yes, yeah. yeah. And 
obviously he made the correct choice because I don't care how good your movie is. I don't care about any of that. None of that matters. Yeah. He went and was with his family. He went, yeah. I'm abandoning this project. I don't give a fuck how much it costs. He has me. like five other children. Like Does a lot of people don't know that. He has a large family, which is great. I didn't realize so he had, he had a lot of people kids. to take care of around that time. I didn't realize so. he had that many kids. Yep, yep. Well, Big um, family. That, the, the thing here is that he made the human decision. Yeah. He did. He made the right one. Yeah. So this movie kind of got pulled together and they're like, oh, hey, uh, what the fuck's your other name? Whedon, Joss, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Show up. And <laughs> I mean, you did. He, doesn't, he doesn't make anything. Yeah, you did the Avengers, so you Jesus can fix this. Jesus Christ. So, so they pull in the King of Quips. He's like, do you mean Justice League? And then he just went balls deep in that film, yeah. buddy. He went do balls you bleed? deep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he made Firefly. Joss Whedon is amazing. He's great when he does uh, his own thing. When he does his own thing, his quip, he his his own, I think I think he was amazing. His own quippy thing. I would agree with I that. I don't think he's done anything since Justice League. Well, no, but because he's, he's no, been I'm saying because he of was Justice League. It, no, it, it, I'm saying like pre even like Avengers. No, he like, was good with Avengers. I think that uh, Avengers one was great. It was yeah. okay. I don't. Mm, Okay, I'm not going to get into it right now. Okay. Let's, let's continue. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah we're talking mo- about Justice League, okay? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. This movie kind of came out and it was patched together by two di- very different people. This is like sitting there going, Dude. hey, we want, uh, we want Tim Burton to make a movie. And then we want, I don't know. Um, David Lynch. David Lynch to cut it <laughs> to edit it yes, yes. That would be okay I'm sorry I would fucking watch the shit out of that yeah, that might actually be pretty good it's like, and, and who is the director of photography of this Terry Gilliam nice alright let's do it <laughs> Terry Gilliam You're like, that's actually pretty because that could turn out to be really interesting it would be, a, it would be that's, the, that's the key word it would be interesting <laughs> Would it be good? It would probably be amazing for anyone who like enjoys film. For everybody else, it'd be like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> that is true. It's Ron Howard meets David Lynch. Fever dream. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to throw in other, other directors just for the fuck of it. So uh... They do the same thing with Star Wars, too. They love doing that shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so any- I, I get how the first one happened. Yeah, yeah. I understand it. <laughs> Yes, yes. We've looked at the at the analytics of the crash. <laughs> yes, we have gotten the black box. We call it a mother box. We, we understand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all three of them. <laughs> all three of them. Oh man, it did shit the bed at least that many times. <laughs> so I don't know. All right. So I guess the first question is: I guess we got to kind of set the mood here. Yeah, Rob, well, did you like set. it? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Sorry. The original movie or the Snyder Cut? The Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut. I liked. Yes. All right, Alex. Snyder Cut. I quite liked. You quite liked? Yeah. I. I think I liked it. Yeah. It, I would say it's a low end of like. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that personally, but okay, sure. Yeah. It, it, I don't love it. Okay. I think I have a lot of respect for it, and I enjoyed it. Yes. yes. That's about it. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, okay, we're pretty positive about this, then. Yeah, I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, okay, so um, uh, I really liked, actually, so Steppenwolf in this was really, really cool. Holy because, shit, Yeah, man. he was like, he felt what like... What a turn. Yeah, he felt like he got, like, the Thanos treatment, where it's like, we understand what he's trying to do, and that means that he has a goal that we understand that he's trying to achieve, that makes him more relatable, more interesting villain. It also kind of makes him more desperate. Yeah, and the first one was a total bitch, so I mean, like... <laughs> It was nice to see an actual villain on the screen, not some hodgepodge, fucked up version of Steppenwolf. 
Dude, and it, so, it, I, I had to actually go back after watching this, and I'm like, how bad was it before? It was I, bad. I, I had to go back and look. It was so fucking bad. It was like I a cannot... guy a guy in a fucking like onesie with nipple tassels and <laughs> a fucking Nerf bat running around fighting the Justice League. It was so bad. And I'm like, how did this guy even get cast? I, like, I, I don't care that he's CGI. How did he get cast? <laughs> <laughs> this poor voice actor. Like, no, like... like if you look at the dialogue between the two Steppenwolves, one of them makes sense. One of them would never have command of anything ever. And, and the other one, <laughs> compared to the new Steppenwolf, the old one is not threatening even in the slightest. No. Not even no. remotely. He wasn't. It wasn't even like genuinely interesting to watch either. No. I'm just like, what is this? Did like, we ever find out what he did to piss off Darkseid? In the first one, in the first one, no, no, no in the no. second one, in the, in the Zack Snyder, yeah, he even, failed. I'm not even he really fa- sure. Yeah. Hey, no, he failed. I'm yeah. not even really sure in the in the original one. Did they even establish that he no. had no. pissed off Darkseid? No. The dark, dark who? Dark yeah, who. exactly. They didn't even <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're right. You're right because he was in the there original was, there invasion was, on Earth. Not only was there no Darkseid mentioned. Steppenwolf's goals were never really given. Yeah, he yeah. talked to the boxes like they were sentient fucking things, even yeah, though yeah. it was clearly like a tool. Yeah, he kind of sounded like, like he had some mama issues. Yeah, yeah he had the mother boxes. Oh, mama, why have you betrayed yeah, me? Yeah, they like, also oh, didn't establish that. The, oh, you've got her power. It's like, what? Yeah, and, <laughs> and they didn't establish yeah. the unity either. That that was going to be an event. No, no, they, they talked about the unity, but they talked about it in this like weird fucking like Orgy. abstract way. It was just like, but like with no reason to yeah. do it. In Zack Snyder's, they're like, yeah, it terraforms the planet to be like the home world of yeah. a copy of the home world of Dark, Dark Side. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. Well, like, they kind of explained it more as it doesn't necessarily always turn planets into the version of Dark Side. Whoever controls the unity yes. controls what it does. What it does. Mm. Yes. That's important. It's a tool. It's a it's tool. A, it's just like a gun. It's a, a gun, sentient tool. A gun can stop somebody from doing a bad thing or it can be somebody doing a bad thing. And then, yes. You know what I mean? Thank yes. God they took a minute to establish why it's Steppenwolf showing up and not Darkseid to do this job on Earth. Right? And they, so. added, and they added in the middleman, which was good because there's no way Darkseid's talking to this failure general. He's going right. to send somebody right. else to it, which is why we have to sat. But yes. Earth is also where he suffered his only defeat is they establish in the history so, and lore. I do lore find it strange that Darkseid... So he lost the Mother Boxes during that war. Right. And obviously he lost that war. And then throughout the... However long it was, the thousands of years... <clears throat> yeah, 5,000 He kind of just forgot where no. Earth was. He misplaced Earth. Not exactly. Because <laughs> not... he, he must have known... He, they didn't know. They went... That, this is the part that threw me off. So they <sighs> they left the Mother Boxes behind after the war. No. Yep. You would think that Darkness... No. No. Yeah. Well, they, no. They were taken... Yes, thank you. They were taken, but oh. also there there was actually an explanation given to but this. But you would think the that Darkseid, you know, when I leave and I drive home and I'm like, fuck, where's my cell phone? Shit, I left it at the bar. Right. So, <laughs> so you don't think that Darkseid left his first defeat ever, Yeah. <laughs> got home and wasn't like, fuck, where are my mother boxes? I left them on Earth. Yeah, yeah, on Earth. And, yeah. Now, let's, let's, and, let's, and then... He has this disdain for the loss there, and then he's like, "Where's Earth? I can't find that okay. that Earth again." Yeah. We, should, so, we should play this out though, like your phone was stolen at the bar, because what happens with the mother boxes? I laughed my ass off. So this scene, right? So what happens then oh is the, the Atlanteans get a mother box, and they're like, "All right, we're we're gonna take this, <laughs> we're gonna take this mother box, and for whatever fucking bizarre reason, what we're gonna do with this mother box is we're gonna let a giant squid hug it and make it make a special egg sack on it or something." Thing, so yeah. it's protected and then we're gonna put it in like a gazebo yeah and then we're gonna put it- <laughs> 
completely <laughs> in the open in the gazebo. Yeah. Gazebo that doesn't help against rain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Where there's two guards guarding one opening, but all the rest of it's also open. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And now, now uh, it's like, well, plankton would have no problem infiltrating this place. <laughs> now, the Themyscirans, they have a plan, so they do they do a little bit better. So they take this no, thing. No, actually, their their thing made somewhat sense, and, yes. and you got to see it all play out, which was cool too. Yeah. When Steppenwolf showed right, up, right, right, right. So you actually got to see it be meaningful. They built it into a giant stone fucking sarcophagus trap in yeah, case sir. somebody showed up to yeah. try and get it. Yeah, so it was, the uh, Mascarians did it right. And they always had like 40 guards with bows and arrows just yes. ready at end all day totally, long. Totally. Ready to die. Yeah. 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 That was and the important then, thing. It was like, that was a, if something goes wrong, you were going down with the ship. And we need to dig into that scene because that scene was fucking amazing it when they did was that. It was amazing. And then, uh, and then the, 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 the men, <laughs> the humans, they get one. And they're like, let's um, uh, just dig a fucking hole right here, like a three-foot deep hole. Yeah. And we're going to toss it in the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> Three feet too, right? It's like... <laughs> Like they don't even fucking put no it. No one will like, ever farm here. So as long as clear. no one farms here, we're okay. Yeah. Just let me be clear. As you long as, have, as, long as nobody ever cuts like a bunch of trees down, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> you you have an army that just defeated the forces of Dark Side. Yeah. And the thing that you figured to do with this thing is to dig a fucking hole. It's in like the forest. You yes. wonder why Throw it in. You wonder why the uh, Atlanteans <laughs> and the Amazons look down on the world of man. That's, <laughs> this is why. that's fucking why. Because they knew from the second they let that one go. You know they stayed behind. They're like, well, that one's fucking gone. Where was that? <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, so we're just gonna treat it like like Darkseid already has box three. <laughs> But since the humans aren't doing any job, the humans, they're, they're putting in like no effort. So the Atlantis like, we could probably scale this back, make a gazebo. And the, and the, the Amazons are like, are we the only ones taking this fucking seriously right now? The Atlanteans are down here, but we let the octopus hug it. Come on. <laughs> It was just the dumbest fucking scene. I was just like, out of the whole movie, that was the one scene that just took me out of it. I, I was like, wait, are they just digging a fucking hole in the ground? Yeah, both times, both times I saw that, I was like, you, you had a, you had a whole fucking re-edit to this movie, and you didn't fix that, dude. They buried their dead cats deeper than that. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, and with more care. Like, it's so ridiculous. Oh. Anyways, so that's how that went. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was something. so. Now let's walk that back to your phone getting stolen to the bar. You either a <laughs> throw it in a fish tank and an octopus can hug it. <laughs> B in case it's I don't know some sort of sunlight wrapping and build it into a temple so no one else can touch it for all of eternity. And then or C just dig a hole in the ground, toss it in, baby. So like I mean, I, I'll give them. I'll give them this. It's like okay, well if we bury it somewhere random, no one's gonna fucking know where it is. But at the same time. Come on, dude. That's three feet fucking They didn't even deep. establish <laughs> yeah, they got the bury- humans found theirs. They just did. If they yeah. buried it, like, if they just dug for years, for, like, a man's lifetime, and just kept people digging, and then buried it. Well, too many it, people would know where it is then. That's a good point. Like, just have one jackass go walk out who's, like, a explorer or something, and just like, hey, man, we know you're going to die in a couple of years. Take what? this fucking box with you up into the mountains. Drop it down a fucking ravine somewhere. Drop it into a volcano somewhere. Or anything. Yeah, volcano would make sense, right? Because it's not going to get destroyed by a volcano. Nope. It's so crazy because like that was... Their, oh, but that would give it a lot of It's energy, crazy though. because Maybe. it's... Yeah, you're yeah, right. That would be bad, yeah. You have to assume... You have to assume that that was the best decision out of multiple decisions that came <laughs> up with. I'm going to be honest with you, though. Uh, the humans, I think, made a better call than the Atlanteans did. Uh, 
actually kind of agree. The amount of light you have at the depth that that scene takes place at, they're like maybe 40 but, to 60 feet down. But here's the deal. <laughs> I think that there is a, given the universe, it, it is... I would say it's pretty fairly rare. Yeah, you're right. Considering the amount of light, you're right. Yeah. If you're right, they put it at like the bottom of the Mariana's Trench. I'm a diver. Trench. I fucking know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If they put it at the bottom of the Mariana's yeah. Trench, that would make more sense. What the hell? In the Atlantis movie, there's like, what's the, the, the other clan that's in the bottom of the trench? What's but they're the, evil. So yeah, they but who the fuck cares? Give it to them. Uh, I don't think they existed back then because this was before the Atlanteans. Uh, the Atlanteans didn't originally Even go under, the trench. underwater. Yeah, shit, this was when the Atlanteans weren't underwater yet. The Atlanteans did. Yeah, but it ended up underwater. Eventually. Well, yeah, eventually, yeah. Because yeah. they were driven underwater by the Themyscirans. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, but it, I'm saying it ended up underwater. The, but, option A, gazebo. Option B, Mariana's fucking trench. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I do agree. The Mariana's trench is the right answer. I, I love, I love, I bet the humans, when they first received their box, they're like, so they're like, okay, Themyscirans, like, we will take one. And the, the Atlanteans are like, we will also protect one. <laughs> he was like, oh shit, we can't The men seem will weak. protect one. The men are like, really? No, the <laughs> men are like, two? my name is Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I uh, eat bones and stuff. I, the, yeah. the one thing I don't understand is like, the, the literal gods were there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give the one old of them. Gods. Give one of them. Just yeah, maybe. Yeah. Zeus? No. Aries? No. Yeah, like, Anybody? Aries is there. They're <laughs> all there. Ah. <laughs> no. It's, it's like, true, yeah. Dude, okay, you know what? The fucking, just r- put a rope around it. Give it, yeah. put an arrow on it, just like we've seen this already in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Give it to Artemis. Be like, can you please fire this over towards Apollo? Thanks. Just, yeah, just and like, just like, sun, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. like, whatever you then again, do. the power issue, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, the, the, okay, fine. But at least it had a, I, I really did like the, how the Amazons dealt with Steppenwolf. And yes. like their plan was, was really well. They, they had a plan. It was nobody good. else had a plan. Yeah, correct. They had a plan. It was a very good plan. A uh, very big battle as well. They blew this up into. I think in the original, I want to say they only had the chase sequence. Is that right? They only had the chase sequence in the original, or something. Yeah, they, they did they knock too. down. They, they the... did knock down the walls of the bunker, but the bunker didn't fall into the ocean. Yeah, that was right. Big, yeah, that it was just it thing. just became okay. That was the one thing too. When I watched the first one, I was like, okay, so you guys know that this is made of stone, uh, and you. Your whole strategy here was let's make a stone block, and then we close the doors. <laughs> he can't get out. I mean, he, telepo- he just teleported. He just teleported in, in right? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's the plan. When I saw it the second time, and the whole thing takes a dive, I'm like, oh, it's a coffin that's going down. Yeah, he's gonna fucking they kill think this they guy. Him. Yeah, they think yeah. they killed him. Because I mean, it, most things in the universe are gonna get killed by that. Sure, totally. yeah, you're gonna totally. have the few things that don't, like Steppenwolf or like like Thanos from like the Marvel series. Like there's there's like the S tier villains. Those guys don't die to that. Mm. Everybody else, that problem takes care of them. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're looking for, from a standpoint of, well, we beat Darkseid, and it would kill any one of us, so we probably stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> but, aside yeah. from the gods, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and they, they probably wouldn't think that they would send, you know, the big uh, one of the well, big honchos. I think, I think that they probably really should, given what the fuck the items are. They also are. didn't really have much better technology to deal with it, really. But, yeah. I mean, that's, really evolved. that's what we Magic the... arrows. That was the only thing you could maybe add to that. Yeah. And that was the one thing I was always kind of like eye rolly about the Themyscarans is like they clearly have access to the capabilities and like the only the only faction on Earth that has actually teched up properly is the Atlanteans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. it. And like when I see whenever I see the Atlanteans in the current version of the DC universe, like the cinematic universe, I'm like that makes sense. Atlantis yeah. is supposed to be like a technological marvel, like yeah. technological and ma- magical marvel. Yeah, and it's never been shown that way ever. And then all of a sudden the movies come along. I'm like, wow, this is actually like legitimate. Like I 
think that this is believable. Yep, that's because no one ever takes them seriously. Yeah, I know, yeah. And, which is well, unfortunate because as a, as a faction, they should be taken Well, but it's seriously. a shame because they also had like Mira like swim up to a couple guards and talk at them like whales. Did yeah. you see that? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I I think I, I liked it. The chase scene was pretty cool because it really gave Steppenwolf an opportunity to be like, I, I think they failed to show how cool the Amazons were because they showed it in the first... Um, Wonder Woman movie. So sure. if you watch the first one, you understood that the fact that he's kicking their ass this badly <laughs> is a big deal. Yeah. Is is shows us how much of a badass he yeah. is. It, it it ups his threat level. Yeah, and that and and that's the thing is like he's a disgraced character, but he wasn't always disgraced. He's a he's a general for a reason. Yeah, and so I kind of like the fact that they start off, um, and then I think they had a problem, and it's kind of started a little bit after that. Where they have the different chapters, right? They have the named chapters. Yeah. Am I the only one that thinks that we really should have gotten those episodic one week after a time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. We should have. Because I felt like the mood swings yeah, like between... releases as a show, as yeah. it said. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, it turned out like a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I wow. Felt like... Accurate. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, I think the, the moods kind of swung a little bit too much. Between yeah. the different styles. And if they were each their own contained episode, which they kind of were, yeah. it, it was much more acceptable. But it yeah. felt kind of jarring because I saw it all at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a big fan of the music video. What? The, Ice, the Icelandic <laughs> singer singing to Aquaman. <laughs> what? Yeah. You didn't catch when Aquaman went back into the water. There's a And then, and then the lady grabs right. his sweater and she's and like sniffing it. it. She takes a... Yeah. Like the big whiff it of Smells like sweater. fucking fish. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. That's what they're into, baby. <laughs> so, true. and then they're, they're Yeah, you're like, that was really fucking yeah. creepy. Yeah. But I kind of got it because Zack Snyder, he's part of his statement uh, about going the not widescreen edition, the standard, what is it? Four by six? Four, three. Four by three ish. Four three. Four, four three. three. Four three. Yeah, yeah. By going that was, these are, he treats the DC heroes as gods. And in fact, their title is the new gods. Yeah, they are gods. Yeah. They are known as the new gods. That's what they're titled. I'm oh, sorry. I know where you're going with this, but I'm going to tell you you're wrong. He openly said this. Well, I know, but no, he's no, also we'll lying. Talk it out. Lay it all the way out. <laughs> okay, so he made this statement where he wanted to not go the widescreen route because gods stand tall. He wanted them to stand tall. Yeah, okay. And so he wanted more of the height aspect of that aspect ratio because you got to get all that ass in the show you gotta get all that ass in the show Whew. but that's what he wanted because he views them as gods because their title is the new gods yeah yeah that's what they're known as yeah so i think he at first i was like okay it was weird but i didn't find that aspect ratio to be all that it, it was fine it was fine it he probably he probably would have just released this on quibi if quibi was still around like let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect aspect ratio it's your gods <laughs> so so amazing so yeah, no, he only did that because that's how you do IMAX formatting. Really? Yeah, you have to shoot in 4.3. Oh. That's how it fits. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I mean... That's not can, what he said. You, I, I know, and he said it in a really awesome PR way, but no, that's how you shoot for IMAX. That, okay, I can I can stand behind that. Can't so he, I mean, I mean he, he made the decision to clearly not convert it to 69 because you, you do cut the top and the bottom, but usually you account for that during shooting, yes. so... <laughs> but I, I, I maybe he did it for a bit of both because originally he probably wanted to put it out on IMAX. I think I think honestly this is just a lot of the decisions he made. Um, they they make sense, kinda. A lot of it feels to me like it's just like he got he finally got to sit in the pilot seat, so he was waving his dick as much as he possibly could, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I actually support I that did. because 
to be honest, he gets the right to do it because yeah. the studio fucked up. I agree. They put somebody yes. else in charge that fucked up the vision. Yeah. And they've now, f- for the first time in fucking history, it feels like, given this guy the money he needs to finish his vision yep. and he was able to go out and produce this movie yeah. and get it done and put it back out to market. I've never heard of that before. Yes. I've heard of director's cuts. I'm not an idiot. I've heard of reshoots. I oh, know this ain't a director's cut. But this, yeah, this, 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 this was a new landmark thing. This yeah, is an was. Over, this yeah. was an overhaul. This is the version of a not a remaster, a remake. Yes. Think, think, now think about if you know this this starts to become a thing. What could they do with you Star know Wars. Star Wars a couple years down the road? And everyone's right? been asking for that. Yeah. Everyone's been asking for like everything. My God, but, I, mean, I, I think this starts. I I'm I'm afraid that this could start a new terrible trend. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, but it could also start. A good trend in some scenarios. It's like everything else. Double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think in this case it worked out. I think it was rightfully so that it worked out the way it did. Yeah. And I, I did enjoy... Uh, I was talking to one of my friends about this on a car ride somewhere. We were helping someone out. And one of his comments was the Joss Whedon version and this version are the same stories being told from different dimensions. <laughs> different different outcomes. Different timelines. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And his which state, this movie alludes to like a dozen fucking a dozen times, times. Yeah. and that's his comment was there's all these visions of the dark future of yeah. what could happen of yeah. what happens if you have these mother boxes resurrect Superman yeah yeah and in the original Joss Whedon one his statement is it's the happy ending because in the visions in the dark visions even in the original version of yeah. uh, Joss Whedon mm-hmm. the evil Superman had his black suit yeah. Yeah, but when he they resurrected him, he had his blue suit, right? Which mm-hmm. implies we are not hitting that future. Yeah, that's correct. Whereas in this one, when he resurrected, he He's had his black, black suit. suit. Yeah. So my friend actually, he it was just a jest. Like he was just yeah. kind of baking conspiracy Man. theories. He's like, we're seeing the darkest timeline. Hello, this is Alex Austin with Cephala Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to join Has Wild and myself as we discuss the history, current features, and upcoming features of the Cephalopod podcast platform. We won't necessarily have an episode every single week for you to visit to. However, when we do have an episode, you can be rest assured it's going to be about a current events topic that will help users get the most out of the platform. You'll find all of our video format episodes in the Cephalopod bonus gallery within the app, and they will always be free for you to check out. So make sure to check back in periodically for updates. Thank you so much for using the platform, and don't hesitate to leave us feedback on Twitter at Cephalopod app. Now, we, we could really dig into the Nightmare Timeline as well, because this did some really crazy shit. Like, do you want to dig into it now or in a little bit? Uh, I, got notes. I got notes. Right oh. before it, though, um, there's a couple things that I think are worth mentioning. Um, first off, Cyborg was actually a character in this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. So, he was so good. Yeah. So that also goes to show you that if you piss somebody off at the high level, they're going to edit you out. Um, yeah. What did um, he do to piss them off? Oh, uh, him and Joss? They, they were fighting on set a lot. Oh, like, there's a yeah. huge, like suit about it ray Dude, fisher I, fucking yeah. hates him no i didn't know that oh yeah. yeah you gotta go you gotta go look that yeah. up. oh it's been huge and it's huge. it's it's also because joss whedon has turned out to be uh, allegedly none of this is proven yet but allegedly he's he's been very abusive on set toward people I he's even be that. like he's even been like uh like sexually abusive toward toward women as well i guess is my understanding he's been like assertive more well assertive they added that them. stupid fucking scene with wonder woman which one so in the joss whedon version they added a scene where um, they were fighting in the, like, pit. the first time they fight Steppenwolf. Oh, there's a scene and, where the Flash oh. lands on Wonder Woman's titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes yeah. a joke. 
Yeah. Apparently, That's Gal Gadot absolutely refused to do that scene. So they got a stunt double, which is why you don't see her face yeah. in that wow. scene until Alan, Barry Allen's off of her. Yeah. That is the kind of shit that I thought was absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, well, yeah, they just ruin a female and, character and, by doing that. Yeah. A powerful, yeah. great female The most powerful, yeah. great and, female and they character. they made it into a tit joke, though, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, there was a bunch of... And that was the one thing, too, is that what it felt like to me is that the first one felt like it was a DC movie trying to be a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. totally. Which... which he was trying to duplicate be, his success with yeah, the Avengers. And which was was not the, not the universe to do it, man. He um, could have done it if that had been the history. Yeah, if that had been the, the style but it, of the overall. But it hadn't been. Correct. This is not the first movie either, right? Yes. I mean, fucking Batman v Superman was the lead into this one, so we already know there's no way this is the first movie. Yep. Um, first movie in title only. Which was a great start, by the way. The yes. the death whales of Superman. Yeah. Activating cool. the mother box, where the mother box is like. Now that was cool. That, that is was a, technically in the first one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a curiosity. I sorry. I have to. I have to bring this up. Yeah. The the kind of comment that the reason the mother boxes sort of flipped their switch was because the Kryptonian was dead. Yeah, threat's gone. The threat is gone. Mm. However, there was more time in which Superman was never at that planet that the Mother Boxes were around than when the Mother Boxes were around. And Superman, right? There were thousands and thousands and thousousands of years yeah. without so, Superman. Well, but the ship was already there. The The ship predated Kal-El arriving. Right. So maybe I'm... maybe that's what activated... Maybe that's what kept them activated in the first place. But I think it was it was... The fact that not just that he was gone, but the fact of him dying triggered the power, I think, to, to actually activate in the mother boxes. And then them detecting no oh. discernible threat. But couldn't like a hundred years ago. Well they may have they may have been a, yeah, I know what you're saying, like before anyone else came up. But the problem is though, is that those if you start going like a hundred a couple hundred years ago, there were other heroes that were around that were powerful. We just don't follow them. I guess, yeah. Like, there were gods on Presumably, Earth for yeah. a lot of the time, too, before that, right? True. So, like, and, like, the Atlanteans and the Themyscarans were still a threat, but they degraded over time. Yeah. So, they degraded. Superman comes in the picture, maybe right at the right time to stop these mother boxes maybe. from putting the signal. Mm. Then he dies. Or and at least go, the ship, okay. the original ship does. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And they assume ship here, there must be... I mean, there's a million ways you could explain it away, but that's just how I took it. Yeah, out. fair enough. Okay. I kind of took a wronging to that, but that's a sure. fair yeah. explanation. Um. Yeah, the Barry Allen also has like a lot of really fucking good stuff in this one too. Yeah, he does. Um, but like Cyborg was like having a character and then not having a character. In my opinion, be... Cyborg was the main character. Yes. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. He was the he was the linchpin of the whole the whole operation. I think there was a scene that really defined the difference. You know the scene where uh, Steppenwolf had his father like, where where are the drugs? Yeah, <laughs> where's the mother box? <laughs> and, oh, impactful scene to follow. Holy shit! But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. So and Cyborg shows up, and in the Joss Whedon version, his gun shows up like unexpected, like he his doesn't know what to do with it. Go on, yeah. His defense systems go on, and he shoots. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it's more like that's my fucking father. He's emotional. And the gun comes out because of his emotions. Mm. Yes. Mm. And I really enjoyed that different swing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, the, it had a purpose. It's it wasn't less, just it's a, less fumbling. It's more like I am now using rage to direct my systems. Right. Yeah. And it's also you, clearly this is a large portion of the story is the relationship between his father and him and, him, and yeah. his identity as a monster. Yes. Is he going to be a monster or not? Right, right. Yeah. They established that struggle early on, too, in this version, which is good, mm -hmm. too. Yes. Yeah, like the very first scene with him. Great, great um, version. Yeah, anyway, Cyborg, he really panned out well. Um, 
man, I have so much notes on this, but yeah, I was just, I was taking notes as I was watching it. And, and there was a good YouTube video I watched after to kind of sum it up. Uh, so when we get into the nightmare timeline sequence, this was really interesting because it does tie in directly to Batman versus Superman, which is pretty cool. So if you remember in Batman versus Superman, the first time, uh, there, there is a sequence in that where the flash shows up, uh, just briefly, I yes. believe it was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe toward the end or something. And, and he reveals Lois himself to key. Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Lois is the key. Uh, and then he says something like, Am I, did I come too early or something like that? And he's wearing like, it's a different flash though. It's same, same guy, Ezra Miller, but he's wearing like armor. And then we see in this, in the future nightmare scenario, it's that version of the Flash. Yes. Right? So he must have come from that timeline mm-hmm. and visited that Bruce, but he just arrived too early. So that future hadn't spun off yet, right? Or mm-hmm. was it about to spin off? Um, so we can assume that, like, if they were to ever do that, potential spoiler warning here, if they ever do that version of the movie, that's going to be the challenge for the Flash is to get back to the right moment to stop Lois from being killed, which will stop Superman from turning, which means that uh, Bruce will likely die trying to save her or something like that. I I still hope that that's Flashpoint, to be honest. That could be sweet. That could be so sweet. There's two great opportunities here. They could have done Justice League War, which is when Apocalypse first lands on the planet, Yeah, which is a great one, but that's that one tells the story of how the Justice League gets together because of Apocalypse. Right. They can't tell that story anymore. Or because of Darkseid. Or Darkseid, sorry. Yeah. Um, there's another one that I would really love to see them do, which is Justice League Apocalypse, which is Apocalypse. I keep saying Apocalypse. Uh, Ju- uh, Darkseid shows up and actually, I forget exactly how, but he basically poisons Superman with kryptonite. Okay. So he doesn't kill su- crypt- Superman. He just weakens him. He just weakens him to basically just shy a human being. Like okay. he's, he's, oh, like he's. Oh, he's weak, right? Yeah. Constantly, but he doesn't kill him because it's it's something to do with like I think he he engraved uh, kryptonite into his chest into the S. Oh, okay. is what he did, mm-hmm. and so it's and then obviously no one can stand against him. Yeah, and it tells the story of how basically the world gets wiped away, just like in this apocalypse vision. Yeah, um, by Darkseid takes over, and Batman ends up like breaking. There's at one point where I think Superman ends up getting mind controlled or something, and. Mm. Black Batman has to sacrifice his life yeah to bring him back to bring Superman back. I love in the in the dream sequence too when they're going through that you see Darkseid is attacking like you see Wonder Woman so Diana so she's on the yeah. funeral pyre so he's killed her and then you also see him killing Aquaman with his own spear right, right? with yep. the king with the king trident right and uh, and then he shoots the omega rays underwater too and oh, it, I love and that. It, yeah it was pretty sick man it was pretty cool it boils the water around it it was just such a cool sequence and then you get to the point where you know uh, you you meet up with Batman it's like Batman Cyborg uh, I want to say Wonder no one is Wonder Woman in that group I think she is Mira um, no, no, Wonder of, Woman, no Wonder no Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah, no. but anyway, they're on this group together, and and they're trying to I don't know hunt down Superman or take down Superman or something. And that's we the don't plan. know quite what their plan is. Yeah. Survival at that point. Uh, yeah. Oh, Joker's with them. Yeah. Jo- yeah. Okay. I want to talk about that. Yeah. So that was crazy. Did anyone else find that it's like oh. Jared Leto can play the Joker if he has a director that isn't a piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was actually impressed. Yes. I was like, this is, I'm like, this is a good Joker. And it was, it was him taunting Bruce with Bruce, with their actual now, history. Yeah, like, I think it was he's terribly he's... edited and I didn't, I wish they had done it a little because it was so unfocused, but we all knew who he was and what he looked like. Yeah. I just think it was, I figured, I, I, I wanted it to be a little bit better. Yeah. And, that, and that's fine. But like, it's just when you, when we've, seen Leto hit the screen before and coming up to it is like he seemed like he was getting really into the role and I'm like there's no way he's gonna fuck this up because he's like so committed to it yeah 
But like when we saw him on the screen for the Suicide Squad, which apparently a lot of him got cut out of that too. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Yeah. And which people have been asking for a recut of that, right? Um, the air cut. <laughs> yeah, the air yeah. cut, yeah. Um, it's like, it it's, makes me look back at like certain movies where I'm like, oh man, this actor really fucked up. And I'm like, maybe they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you can tell that difference between yeah. the actor fucking up and the writers fucking up. Yeah. And, and it was like, and cause like after seeing that, I was like, oh, Leto, whatever. Right. And then, then I see him do this iteration of the Joker. I'm like, no, this is like still a different Joker than the Jokers that we're normally used to. Mm-hmm. He's more mm-hmm. like a, a modern day Joker. Right. But that's not a bad thing. No. It's fine because like I think all of us like to see a new Joker every once in a while because yes. it's fun. It's fun. That's how we get cool ones like Mark Hamill playing the Joker. Joker. Yes. And like that era was amazing. Yep. Um. So like I think Leto has a decent shot at it. I but... will admit when I saw him in Suicide Squad, I knew he had potential. I knew I the problem was the writing in that movie, not the actors. And that's and that's fine. But like the thing, and and I don't disagree with you. Like I'm I'm kind of just making the point to make the point. Yeah. But the, like the thing is like at the end of the day. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go from here. I don't know if there's going to be. I, I don't think there yeah. is. I hope there's going to be. From here. Here's one thing I want to take away from all of this is there's there is a huge fear in these movies where a lot of these production companies, their goal is to like sell toys. Yeah. So they have to make it kind of family-ish friendly, to, right, to sell toys to kids because that's primarily who buys toys. But they have mm-hmm. other mediums. I agree. I really want to see um, them, Warner Brothers, whoever owns the movie rights I think it's Warner Brothers go Zack Snyder we're sorry here's a shit ton of money go make the next movie we're not gonna fucking say shit and you can make it R rated you Mm -hmm. can make it M rated I don't give a crap do what you need to do and I wanna see an M rated DC I wanna see a full Zack Snyder nobody touches it no control whatsoever and he did this for free by the way he did this recut for free he didn't get paid really yeah he didn't take payment for it yeah, but he all was, of he the money re- went towards the film. He was he was making a point, and he made a very good point. He he did a good yeah. job at making yeah, his yeah. point. This I agree. This was a great move for his career. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Not that he needed yeah, yeah. it, to be honest. It, I but, think he kind of did. I think people's were lost a little bit of faith. I think, so, oh, but I don't think anyone put that on him though, because uh, because that's why people were asking for the Snyder Cut. That's true. We should say that there was another couple story points that could have spun off of this as well that, that were definitely alluded to, and I think he's even explicitly said since the film came out a couple things. One of them was uh, Lois Lane, in a quick shot in her storyline, it showed a pregnancy test, and then in the epilogue, she's actually seen carrying a baby basket. And in one of the videos I watched, they, they had replaced the baby basket with a box she was carrying in the Whedon cut. So it definitely appears that Lois is pregnant, and then Bruce even walks up to Clark when they're going into the house and says, congrats. Yeah. Like, and I didn't realize that it was likely about Lois being pregnant, but apparently uh, Zack Snyder came out and said, yeah, that was supposed to be uh, Bruce Kent. So basically nice. end up, you know, becoming the replacement for Batman down the road. Right. Which would be really interesting to see that play out as well. So there's, there's a lot of things they'd set up that we just won't ever get to see play out. Martian Manhunter, uh, certainly one of those uh, Bruce Kent being one of those. Uh, perhaps the the Flashpoint storyline we might not get to see. Who knows? Uh, that would be knows? so good. Yeah. That would be so good. The Flashpoint paradox. Uh, the tank. Yeah, so the, the, the bat tank. <laughs> so. The riot tank. Bat-mobile. I was kind of just setting this up, and I, apparently I, tra- I attracted your attention. Um, on screen, I noticed this in the end credits. Yeah. This is from, I think, Batman Returns from the Frank Miller version. Yeah. Uh, I know. 
So you know what I'm talking about, Rob? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So he had this bat tank in that that yeah. was pretty fucking baller, and they showed it at the end of just the Zack Snyder's Justice League, nice. which was amazing. And that those that gang of like enemies right there at that little picture to the left. So that's actually from that same thing as well. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they become crazy. Batman type thing. Yeah, that's the gang crazy. Of Batman. So I really <laughs> enjoyed that kind of time because Zack Snyder does have a relationship with Frank Miller. Yeah. And I really enjoyed oh, totally. that. totally, yeah. With oh, 300 man. and shit like that. Yeah. So honestly, man, I, I was very impressed with the film overall. I, I think it was probably the best version out of what they had they could have gotten out of this. It is not the um, best in the world, but I have a lot of respect for it. It was a it. lot better. I'll and I enjoyed it, it. We went from, a, you know, maybe like, a, I would say the last one was maybe like a 40, like the critics rating of Rotten Tomatoes. I'd probably give this like a solid 75, 80. You know what I mean? Somewhere in there. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought they did a great job. Uh, I liked that they cut Steppenwolf's, uh, Steppenwolf's head off at the end. Like, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and Darkseid stepped on it. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, that's sweet. Darkseid wouldn't care. Yeah, step yeah, on yeah. it. He'd be, fuck you, yeah, you yeah, failed yeah. me. Like, yeah, yeah. for a bajillion of time. And uh, they, they, they even introduced a bunch more characters, like Ryan Choi. So he would end up becoming uh, the new Adam. Yep. So oh, is that, that he becomes, that yeah, he becomes yeah. Adam, yeah. Because he takes over the, 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 the labs and everything afterwards. Star labs. Man, there was just so many storylines they set up with this that we're just probably not ever going to get to see play out in the yeah, Snyderverse. It's too bad. Uh, well, it's a shame. The thing is, though, that we've got precedence now. I honestly, th- so right now the studios are saying, no, this is a one-off. We're going ahead with our other projects. But the moment those projects fail, they will fucking come back and they will be like, nope, I hope so. No, nope, we're going to, we're going to follow the Snyder cut universe timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I think that that's probably what will I happen. think they still need to do better. They need to stop flip-flopping. They that's need- the problem. They need it because that's all they've been doing. This and then they've I just already let him continue on. But they keep recasting these the characters thing is, too. Did Zack Snyder do Batman vs Superman? Yes. yes. That was a shit movie. So, but is that yeah. is that the cut or is that is that, that was the his? Actor? That was all his. Yeah. That was the cut. That was that was not the actors. I know Henry Cavill's a better Superman than that. I actually didn't see the movie. Oh, it's trash. Is it? It's it is absolute not trash. great. It is absolute trash. So okay. They if they they need something more than just Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. They need Zack Snyder with their di- version of Dave Filoni. Yeah. They need a Dave Filoni in their yeah, universe. Do. I don't know who yeah. that can be. My personal opinion is they need to get the people who produced the cartoons movies and just go, let's work with Zack <laughs> Snyder. And that <laughs> would be perfect. It's funny because that would be the exact journey that Dave Filoni took, right? It Which would. is, yeah, making these great cartoons, moving into live action. But you're right. The DC movies that I've seen, the animated ones are great. They're super good. Yes. They're very dramatic. They're very violent. And they're they, very true to the story. They yeah. get the DC universe, but they don't quite have the budget. So give those right. guys a budget and see right. what we can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a couple Green Lanterns that showed up in this as well. Both dead. But still. A couple of them. I only know of one. Uh, there was the one that was battled. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, the one well, in the main battle. What is what is the second side, one? Yeah. I know his name. His name is like Can- Ganrog, Balrog. What is his name? Balrog. Is that? Is it? Yeah. Okay. So they show. Oh, Yanrog. No, no. Ba- no. Yan- Balrog is not. So look, look it up. But anyway, they show him actually in the nightmare sequence where the Batcave has been destroyed. He's dead in the Batcave. No, anyway, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, thought, I swear it was Yanrog, but now I'm thinking that was Jude Law's right. character in Captain Marvel. Anyway, I give up on that. But uh, you can look it up yourselves, goddammit. Don't make me do all the work for you. What the <laughs> fuck? You come here and I have to do all the work? We already talk a lot. So you can, I don't know, go look this up. Anyway, that's it for Justice League. And now it's a 72%. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. And an audience score of 95%. It is certified fresh by both audience and critics alike. That is a great news story good so very cool all right well now we're going to move on to playing and a 
watching. So we are doing uh, playing and watching. So how about Rob, you go first? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, new new Warhammer Lord. Hey, look at that. Oh, oh. Uh, Played by the same guy or voiced by the same guy that did um, the Bolton, the uh, bastard uh, from Game of Thrones. What's his name? Oh, nice. The guy who uh, cuts off uh, what's his face's dick. Ramsey? Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey Bolton. Oh. oh yeah. This must be a dark elf. Yes. <laughs> it is a dark elf. Even and he's Ram, the beast master. Ooh. Ram or whatever it is. Yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. I kind of feel like when they made that character, they just went get that get that douchebag guy from Game of Thrones. Get get him with the dogs and the hounds yeah, yeah. and the dicks. Pretty yeah, much, get him. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure that that's exactly what it is. Um, but no, yeah, he he's the character now in that, so it's funny, um, fun character too. Been playing that. Been playing uh, Heroes of the Storm. You've been yeah. playing Heroes of the Storm without me. I didn't know you played it anymore. I don't. Okay, do you, would you like to play again? Yeah. They've got a lot of fun I characters only just, now. I, I really just don't play because I have no one to play with. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll play with it. It's you. a very touching moment. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a fun, it's a fun game. I, it's my favorite MOBA. It's the only MOBA he plays. It is. That is true. Yeah. Truly? Yeah, yeah. Oh, truly. Yeah, no, it's a, it's fun. It's got some unique characters, too. It's, it's MOBA for us sim- simpletons. Yeah, it's arcade MOBA. It's arcade MOBA. Yeah. yeah, I don't have time to think about builds and and Bullshit, like yeah. and gear and to get the right build and like creep denying yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. I don't have yeah, time yeah. for that shit. Yeah, that it's just it's it's yeah it's fun it's fun MOBA arcade arcadeoba. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, fun game though. And the maps are a little different each time, so yeah. it produces different results, which is nice. Sweet. Yeah, they just added Hogger. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did see but, that. Yeah. But they added a bunch of other characters too, like Warcraft ones you'd be familiar with, like White Mane stuff like that. Yeah, I've kept now. track of a lot of that stuff. Yeah, Deathwing actually too. I don't know if you've played with him yet. Yep, yep. I haven't uh, played with them, but oh, I've so, watched them all so get released. Deathwing, very much in the same vein as um, what's his name, the Fire Lord. The Fire Lord of World of Warcraft. Moldor Ragnaros is a character, right? Yeah. So he, they made it so he has the ability to kind of become like a raid boss for a bit, where he can like sit himself on a top of a fort. Oh, really? And like fuck with people. That's cool. it. Becomes like a raid boss. Uh, Deathwing can fly, and when he comes down, he comes down with the raid bar, uh. and he's got like like eight bars of health, and you have to like fight him. That's really cool. <laughs> the thing is, like, if you focus him as your team, you'll just drain him. Yeah, but like, but like, he comes out looking like. Pretty intimidating. He's that's big. Really cool. He's big too when he does that. But all of his things are like huge telegraph like abilities. Well, I didn't realize like, it's like a raid like fight. Six years old. It's actually it's pretty, yeah it's pretty solid. Wild. Huh. Character design's really good in it. But uh, yeah, I mean uh, outside of that, uh, I've been playing Dwarf Romantic. Dwarf Romantic. Yeah. D O R F R O M A N T I K. Okay, what's this game? Uh, it's have you ever played Carcassonne? Yeah, it's that. Oh, okay. But like, it just relax. Is it a digital version? Yeah. Okay. It's like I've 10, never played a digital. 10, version okay, so it's it's like ten bucks, and it's just match the tiles. The more matches you make, the more tiles you get until you run out, and then you just play again. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, but cool. you but cute you unlock game. you unlock new stuff as you play, so it's it's got some continuity to it. It's good. Thank you. Ten out of ten on Steam. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. Ten bucks, like it's really worth your time. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like a simple, uh, clean game. Um, Mountain Blade 2, if you go up to 1.59, uh, has the ability to do sandbox now, which means you can just jump into the game with the main quest line, which is amazing. Nice. Uh, so if, whenever you pick up Mountain Blade 2, usually the first time you'll play regular. After that, just go to sandbox mode because that's the, the way the original game was so played. it's a tutorial plus the sandbox mode now. Yeah, yeah. But this, so sandbox mode just cuts out the tutorial, essentially, is what happens. Yeah. Um, which is fucking nice. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, outside of that, fights in tight spaces. That's it. That's yeah, you have mentioned game. that. I wanted to look into that because it seems it's good. It's a card builder tactics game. Yep, yep. Hmm. Uh, thing is, like, nice. thing is, though, you will become t- bored of it really quick. Oh, really? You will. Uh, play the demo. Play the demo. You'll okay. know. You'll it's know. It's not that deep. No, it does. It can be more interesting as you get to the harder difficulties. So maybe I've just lived the easy street up to that to now. But uh, it's fun. I don't. I do not not recommend it. It's it's a good enough game to try and get, but I'm just letting you know. It's not something you're going to dig deep into. It's something you're no. going to just chill for a little bit. Yes. Okay. You got to go in with the right headspace, otherwise the game's going to be coming off as terrible to you. Uh, not as good as, say, um, Slay the Spire. Oh, yeah. I would definitely just play more Slay the Spire. I love that game. Yeah, but the different games, and I suck at right? It. Similar genre, different games. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are the, those are the big ones. Uh, big takeaway, I think, as far as playing and watching for more bang for your buck. Dorf Romantic. D-O-R-F Romantic with a K. Yeah. I just posted the link. There was a sale on it going on now, so I posted that link on yeah. Discord. So go get it. So it's worth it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. That's some pretty simple gaming that you've been going on. You've been on a simple gaming binge lately. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of really good games out there. You just got to find them. He's, he's just in between Total Warhammer expansions. No, that's because the here's the thing. <laughs> okay, I'm actually he's happy. He's never he not that. playing Total War. That's just, that's just so, always. <clears throat> so he, He's in between Frostpunk expansions then. <laughs> no, so here's the thing. There's a game that I'm not going to be able to shut up about next time we play because oh, it comes nice. out literally tomorrow. Oh, at 10 great. Central. So what, what game is that? Probably one of the best games ever made. They're finally getting a sequel about 10 years later, I think. Um, oh. So Evil Genius 2 comes out. Oh, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about you this. Talked yeah, about and if you don't buy it, I don't know you anymore. <laughs> um, I can finally get rid of you? <laughs> he dis- he dis- yeah. All this knowledge. seems like an easy choice for me. I get. I well, see, here's the thing, though, is that he's going to look at it and he's gonna be like, fuck, I have to get this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even looked at it. Uh, he's assuming I'm going to pick it up. He's gonna yeah, a no, to be honest, uh, you might as well just pick it up now just so you can get the, the preload stuff, mm, okay. like the pre-order shit for free. Nice. Because why not? Let's get it today before yeah, it yeah. comes yeah. out tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm going to be honest with you, if you don't like this game, I'd be fucking surprised. <laughs> it's just it's just such a good game. The first game was made programmed by a literal genius. I'm not even kidding. I'm dead serious. He, fir- be- he better have some record of high IQ. Yeah, he does. Good. Uh, but uh, and like the game was like just before its time. It was like Dungeon Keeper, but like better. So yeah. if you if you like oh Dungeon Keeper and you and you come buckets like you know like any normal fucking gamer I would. I liked the new Dungeon Keeper <laughs> except for the fact that it was a. Uh, I think it was like a semi-freemium yeah, that's, play-to-win no. bullshit yeah, no, that pissed no, me no, off. Yeah, no, no. It wasn't that great. No. The so the technically there was other evil geniuses that came out that were also like, one of them was like a Facebook game. It's like, Oof. yeah, don't even bother. Um, originally evil genius, still fun to play, but with two coming out tomorrow, it doesn't make sense to get it now. Um, but two looks to be really good. They're setting up for a DLC for bringing in new masterminds and new henchmen over time. Nice. Which is good uh, because they actually are missing two of the original masterminds. Um, so hopefully we'll get the, the evil I'm geniuses. okay when they do that if the intent is we're going to polish this up. Yeah. Make, no. sure, make it fucking perfect. Like, if you're going to have the, already DLC planned but during launch time, yeah, the stuff that you launch at launch time better be certified fucking gold. Yeah, and it looks like it. Because if you are already planning DLC and you didn't perfect that first section, why the fuck did you wait for that DLC? Yeah. You shouldn't even be touching that DLC yet. So what they did was they, they went with the main guy, which is Maximilian. 
who's kind of like the the original face of the game. He's the guy on the box art. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two other evil geniuses, which were Shen Yu and Alexis um, in the first game. They do not appear in this one yet that yep. we've seen, but I think they probably will. Um, Shen Yu will probably have some changes done to him because he was pretty racist. <laughs> oh, bad design. Uh, it was the, it Different was, times. Different times, yeah. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't have done that if they made the game to stay, which they are. So they didn't. So there you go. If they do... They like losing all their money. Yeah. Um, but this one, though, sees one of the henchmen come back as an evil genius. Red Ivan was a henchman in the first game. He comes back as an evil genius in this one. Nice. Uh, the other two are Emma, uh, who she seems to be like a character based off of Mallory Archer from Archer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's got like a spider throne similar to like uh, Palpatine. And I cannot remember the last one's name. I'm shooting myself in the foot right now because she's actually one of the coolest additions to the game. I give me a second. I will get you the answer because I just made a note talking about them. Uh, da, 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 da. The new one is uh, uh, Zalika. Uh, I think Zalika is maybe how you say it. You might say it differently. Uh, she's all about technology and like high tech stuff. And she's built, whenever you see her in the. Uh, any of the previews, she's wearing that very retro rocketeer look. I prefer to call it Zelica. Zelica? Could be Zelica. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm just... Ah. I've never I, played the game. Zelica is probably how you say it. Um, but anyway, the Evil Genius looks awesome. So all four of them look interesting to me. Uh, with the exception of Red Ivan, I'm just kind of like rolling my eyes with all the Russian like paraphernalia. People come buckets over. I'm just like... I'm over it. <laughs> Everyone loves them Russians. They're, which I don't understand. There's Nazis and then Russians. Which I, which I don't understand why, because the Russians historically do a lot of terrible shit um, and don't get a bad rap about it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is curious. But at the same time, the Americans do a lot of bad shit. And, and they also get don't get a bad rap for it. So. You're right. But I mean, then again, you know, the empire was modeled after America. So It was. <laughs> say what you will it was uh, yeah um he was very anti-authoritarian yeah he was yeah so yeah that's me i was actually looking for the pre-reviews the user pre-reviews that, that we love so much in the show to see exactly what people were saying before it actually people comes out too? yeah yeah um okay so so okay so nice game got to play this beautiful game more so far so good i like it uh so that's four out of five stars such an incredible video game. Enjoyed it so much. So apparently people are playing this game. I don't know how. It doesn't, doesn't some people really actually, here. yeah, some of the streamers think got extra copies. Oh, did stuff. they really? Yeah, that so, makes sense. Um, probably those people who are reviewing it watch the stream and they're just playing like they, they played it. How about this? Because... 2.5. Nice game. My balls dropped when playing this beautiful game. So that's pretty exciting. So good for them. Interesting. So good for that. Yeah. I'll have to keep so, an eye out for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need my balls to drop. So this is perfect. <laughs> I need my balls to drop. Okay, Rob is out. Okay. Rob is leaving. Goodbye. Bye. 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 It's just Rob. It's just Rob. But we do have we do have finished playing and watching though. Um, I don't want to listen to you guys because I don't care. So <laughs> 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 wow, he is out. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, I've been playing a game called My Time at Porsche. Uh, so a long time ago, there was Harvest Moon, and Harvest Moon was good, and God saw it and knew that it was good, and then. <laughs> And then, and then God and then made, on, the, on the next day he rested. And then on the next day, uh, God made um, uh, Stardew Valley, <laughs> and he saw that it was good, and it elaborated very much on Harvest Moon and the themes and the things you do in Harvest Moon games. 
And then the Lord created my time at Porsche, which is the it's like if if Stardew Valley was a ripoff of the farming genre, then my time at Porsche is a direct ripoff of Stardew Valley in every way, shape, and form. But it's just like the 3D environment version of it, right? Oh, I have seen this. Yeah, and it's uh, so I got it on sale on Nintendo Switch a while ago and just hadn't played it. And uh, just recently, I decided that it was time to start it because I wanted to get into Stardew Valley again, but I also kind of didn't. But I was like, well, this looks like Stardew Valley, but it's also 3D environment. And uh, it's turning out to be literally exactly that, which is great. Is it? I, I'm kind of getting the feeling like it's what you get if you mix um, Animal Crossing with Stardew Valley. Um, no, it's definitely way more Stardew Valley. Okay. Like way, way, way more. I if I more. should get my wife this. is, this. I'm telling you, this game is a carbon copy of Stardew Valley, just in like a 3D, 3D. format. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, because of that, it's quite good. So they didn't really take a lot of risks with it. It's strange. It's precocious. Uh, like you interact with the characters in the game and there's like a social system that shows you your affinity to those characters. Uh, the ones that have stars can just be friends. The ones that have hearts are ones you can romance. You can romance men or women in the game, which is Ooh. cool. And uh, Except so, all these characters look like they're either animals or like... Eight. No, there, there's only one animal. So I don't know why he's on the, on like the fucking cover. Actually, there's other animals that are actually animals. That's the only... Like anthrop- the main character looks like he's eight or nine and he's carrying around a pipe wrench. Yeah, I guess he is, isn't he? So that's uh, that's interesting there. I don't have a pipe wrench in the game, so I don't even know if you can get one, to be <laughs> and honest And then it looks like maybe one of his love interests is, looks like that's Emily. she's eight. Yep. That's Emily. No, she's a grown woman. You can romance her. Well, I mean, she's got breastuses, so she's at yeah, least yeah. at puberty. But yeah. definitely her face looks like she's eight. Look, I'm not going to talk about Emily or how old she is, because I'm not into Emily. And they've got like an look alien. Up, look up Phyllis. And they've got like an alien That's monkey. a pig. Look up Phyllis. It's a pig? I think it's a pig. So you gotta look up Phyllis. Phyllis is my gal. Oh, okay, yeah. I've I been see I've been romancing her Ooh, like crazy. Yeah. Whoa, there's like a swimsuit version of Phyllis. Oh yeah. Whoa, blowing my mind. Oh, look at this one. Anyway, ooh, you got some oh. good pinup, man. This oh, character really damn, did kick it in. Holy damn, shit, dude, this girl. Anyway, so that's why I've been romancing there, giving her all the jewels, all the jewelry. You know how it goes, man. Just trying to drop it on her. That's pretty sweet. So anyway, she's she's gonna be my romance interest, my romantic interest as we go through the game here. So every she time she does not look like she's eight, so I give you credit for that. Oh, she's a fine lady. She's a woman, <laughs> a fine, fine woman who I'm romancing in the game. She know she knows I'm working for her, so I do every quest that she posts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, very into her. Anyway, yeah, it's unabashedly Stardew Valley this game. So if you're into Stardew Valley and you're and you're looking to play uh, a newer version of this, that's also probably on sale. It's almost always on sale. It's called My Time at Porsche, and there's also a sequel that came out called My Time at Sandrock that just dropped like a couple weeks ago. Apparently, had no idea. So huh. once once I get done with this, I'll probably download that one as well once it goes on sale and try that. But is it um, on Switch? It is on the Switch. Yeah. Yep, yep, and it's probably the ideal platform for it. Honestly, it's uh, it's not this big sweeping epic. It has dungeons and places you can mine and things like that. Okay, the mining is interesting. Is there uh, combat in it, or is it there just... is strangely combat? Yes, and okay. uh, a lot you can do. You could be just a pugilist. You can. I have like an iron sword that I'm using. That's pretty badass. So cutting through dudes with swords. You can attack uh, the the sort of animal characters in the game with any weapon, any implement, like a like a shovel or like a actually I don't have a shovel I have a, a pickaxe and an axe and you could attack them with those as well although you can combo off the sword which is nice mm. so there's also a weird relationship system where you can gain relationship points by playing rock paper scissors with people and then what? some people you can actually just spar with and you build your relationship through sparring whether you win or lose 
Someone is really hey, known. rock, paper, scissors sounds like a great flirting advice I would have tried to do in high school. It's, yeah, so you, you could do that with your flirts in this and gain Rock, that paper, way. sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's rock, paper, scissors, sex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's where you get this. You get this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm doing the thing with the finger and the hole in my other hand. Anyway, so you, <laughs> if you can imagine, I know this is a podcast, but you can probably imagine that obscene gesture. That's what I was just doing to Adam. And uh, anyway, the, ga- the game's super good, man. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Definitely uh, just a whole fuck ton of uh, item, ag- an- item management, farm management. I've, uh, I have every machine in the game so far. Like, so you can get create... machines to like, automate farming? Yes. Well, probably, yes. Right now, I have automated like uh, like a lot of production. All I have to do is like feed it materials. So there's a it. bit of automation to it. So it's kind of like yeah. satisfactory to a small degree. Very small degree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you get like, basically, I just have enough materials to load a thing up to make it go for a few days. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's all it is. Anyway, um, super fun game. I'd highly recommend it. So, I'll, have to, I'll have yeah. to get it for my wife. I think she'd yeah. enjoy that. It's pretty fucking cool, man. I think she'd dig it. So yeah, it's no Animal Crossing, but it didn't really set out to be Animal Crossing. No, very focused on just building your homestead and getting all the resources to do that. So, nice. Yeah, yeah. Very cool game. So anyway, that's what I've been playing, um, watching a lot of reality TV. You love that shit. Justice League. Oh, we're full. We're fully into Canada Big Brother Nine. Whoa! I call it BB Can Nine. BBK Nine. Yeah, BB Can Nine because I'm I'm a big fan. Would you call it BBC Nine? And then it sounds like you're talking you about could, uh, British broadcasting. You channel? can absolutely call it BBC Nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So which would be accurate for the BBC. Yeah, I feel like yeah, they'd be very accurate. So it's a it's a Is great very, show because the British are very unimaginative and all they're like BBC One, BBC Two. That's their channel. So I should talk about this and I'll tell you why. We have a local player this year. She Ooh. comes from LaSalle. Her name is Tara. She's my age-ish. And we're What's all her rooting last for name? her. Uh, Tara Patrick. Nah, okay, I don't know. No, nah, I'm just lying. I don't know her last name. Oh. I just made that up. I think Tara Patrick. Isn't that a porn star? I don't know. Or a stripper? I, I know Tara Reed. No, she's not. She's, she's not an either. actress. Yeah, she's just an actress. That's all I know. No, but this is, this is not that Tara. Okay. This is a totally different Tara. This is just a... She's a nice lady. She's a mother of two... Uh, she, she lives in LaSalle where, where I live in South Windsor there and, uh, uh, very nice person all around. Anyway, she's playing a pretty good game. Like, uh, she could actually go really far in this, uh, season of Big Brother. Um, it's been a good season of Big Brother in so much as there's some players who are playing very, very, very hard, uh, which I haven't seen in the few years I've been watching how do Big they, Brother. So Big Brother, how do they kick people out? Cause I know like Survivor, you play this mini game and depending on how you do the mini yeah. game, you vote for certain team members out. So there's a bit of. You have to be physically capable. Yeah, you have correct. to be survival so that you have the energy to perform in the games. Correct. And then you have to be political. And then some of the games are also just straight up like mental. They're yes. like memory games and things like that, right? Or chess. They're, they played chess in one season, right? Like yeah, it's crazy. So, exactly. So the idea is you have to you have to you survive in the normal game yep. so you have enough energy to succeed at whatever game you're well the social game happens in between yes it's the social game that happens in between where you're trying to forge alliances make moves in the background to to not get voted or to help get certain people that are exactly yeah yeah so there's that part of big brother and then there's head of household that happens that's the first episode of every new week is the head of household so they all compete to become the head of household the head of household their power is they get to live a cushy life for the week but they also get the power to name two nominees to go on the block the chopping block. Okay. So one of those people will likely go home if it wasn't for the veto competition, which happens in the second episode of each new week. In the yeah. veto competition, someone said so the people who are on the block, along with several other people, can compete to get the power of veto. If you're on the block, you can veto. You, you can take yourself off of veto, yep. which forces the head of household to put on a new person on the block, which ah. could shatter alliances. 
It could shatter them. Shatter them. Shatter. But, but how do you win this veto power? <laughs> this is almost Christopher Walken. It's a, a shattering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've got to shatter. They've got to shatter that ass, right? Like, <laughs> we've done that before. They've <laughs> got a fever. You know, we care for it. It's more shattering. <laughs> for shattering alliances. <laughs> That's the worst depression ever. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Christopher Walken's not actually on the season. I just want to make that clear. So, I got to make uh, one of my favorite. I think it's in Red, the movie Red, where a gunman goes up to him. He's like an assassin yeah. who just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. And the, the this guy. This like robber or something gets all pissed off and holds a gun at him is threatening his life. He's like, put up your hands. And Walken's like, uh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of the best lessons. Uh, uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> so every time I think oh of Walker, I think of that. Now, now, the third episode of each week. But what do they do to earn these vetoes? So What's the, the games, game that's Games. Like, like, like survival? Physical, like, survival, physical. Oh, so it's basically survival except... Survivor, except you're in a house instead of yeah. on an island. Yeah, yeah, and they're like stand on this thing or hold this thing or move this thing oh, okay. with agility or whatever. You know, what I mean? so they or, or or answer my questions yes or no or whatever the case may be. Okay. Right? So there's all kinds of things to do, and then uh, then the third episode of each week is heavily about the social game. So this is about the people on the block trying to make their case to the rest of the house, and everybody knows this is how it goes, right? If you're on the block, you know that that you know before Thursday of each week when when the actual uh, elimination happens, that people are going to lobby for themselves to to stay on right yeah. so the episodes now are monday wednesday thursday and it's happening basically in real time so that's the people, a lot of episodes in it, a week you i love you it get like thank one god. episode right thank fucking god it's three episodes in a week but they only vote one like you know in survivor you get one episode a week and one person gets voted off per week yeah yeah in this it's one it's not week. enough tv it's <laughs> not enough I need th- minimum three hours of a show in a week to make it worth my okay, while. I'm sorry, but you're like, I don't fucking have time to watch all these other things and do all this I other don't stuff. Because of all the reality TV, Adam. <laughs> but The Bachelor ended. That's over. So I, that did free up some time for for, just, for just, uh, Justice League. So I almost said Justice League again. <laughs> so uh, anyway, this season of Big Brother going very well. It is Big Brother Canada. The Big Brother US will start pretty much on the I, tail end of this. I do find that the concept of Big Brother Canada to be kind of funny. Because it's like... I, I nominate you. Listen, I have to nominate two people to be yeah. on the block, eh? I'm so really sorry about that, eh? But I got to put you on the block. And the, then everyone's just like, can we not vote for anyone, eh? That'd be really nice. Like, these are nice people. They're <laughs> fairly apologetic about it. They really are. This season, the one lady who seems to be not so apologetic, she's from Hamilton. No. So we, we won't talk about her. You're so like, she's very listen, aggressive. She's playing a great game, though. I'm I'll sorry I have to vote you off, but uh, do you want some ketchup or all dress chips? <laughs> <laughs> ketchup, definitely. Here's a actually, t- here's you know, you know what it actually is? The head of household always gets to pick someone to like have dinner with in Big Brother Canada. And the dinner is always Wendy's. And they have this, this oh, scene God. where like they go and they order Wendy's, then they get the bags from the window and inside the Big Brother house. And then and then there's all these like zoom in shots of like the bag and then zoom in shots of them like Loud setting up and placement. eating. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And it's always every episode? Yeah, every episode. Well, every week. Every they week. They spent a lot of, of money on that ad oh, space. Oh fuck yeah, they did, a man. Lot of like money. Wendy's went in for a lot. And quite frankly, Wendy's is very good. I, I would recommend I like Wendy's it. if you're not into it. The number six, that's the spicy chicken, uh, you know, large fry, medium Coke. Uh, keep in mind, their, their pop they serve there, they serve in the American I size s- cups. 
I swear to God. I, I it's one thing that always throws me off is I ask for like a medium and yeah, like, yeah. here's a fucking tanker full Wendy's, of pop. Like, Wendy's is shit. the American sizes. So when you order a medium there, it's like an extra, extra, extra oh large from like Canadian like KFC. I, it's the only place where I go up there. I'm like, okay, do you want to drink a medium? And my wife goes, no, no, he wants small. Yeah, yeah. Is there a kitty size? Like, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> could you not serve it in a bucket, please? Like, that would be amazing. So, uh, no, at Wendy's, they're going to serve it in a bucket. Like, you will be like pissing. I don't for need, days. I don't want my trailer. I don't need to have a trailer to come bring up, get I don't understand it. Like, what is the logic of offering someone a drink that is probably like, let's call it like eight or 9% of my body weight? Like, honestly, like, probably what is a lot of Americans like it? The That's size. True. Yeah. And it's easy. They probably don't see the value in non-standardization. That's right? true. Because that changes shipping and logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and they, so on and so forth. But now, now so the cost of that extra amount of pop that you're just going to throw away in, in Canada, that's nothing. Well, now them. they're doing paper straws. Yeah. So it's like you're really only going to get a little bit with this drink. And then from there, it's like, what are you going to do? Take the lid off and drink it like a, <laughs> like a regular man? cup? Like, what? What? That's disgusting. Like, why That's would you gross. do that? Like, any, anyway, so I wish that they would reverse it. I wish I wish it was like the fry that came that big, the American yeah. size. And, and it was the it was the drink that came the Canadian size. But anyway, I digress. But that is Big Brother. So I'd recommend watching it. If you want, if you're uh, the person who's like, oh, I never have anything to fucking watch. And you're all caught up on your other shows already. Watch Big Brother, man. Three episodes a week. You can't fucking go wrong. You can't do it. So, um... Uh, cool. They actually have a guy on from uh, like a First Nations guy. He's from the Haida Gwaii tribe from uh, BC. So they, they need to get. Oh, okay. He's doing. BC. He's doing quite well too. He's a good. Guy. I would love to see them get someone from like you know those uh, those like Third Nation places that like barely have ever met human beings. Yes. And put him on Survivor, <laughs> and they just see him. Everyone's like, "I'm starving." He's like, "I'm eating the bugs." Like I can't. Eating the bugs. Yeah, but but going on the block means you might actually get eaten by the other house guests. So yeah, but yeah. they need would, to absorb your power. Your everyone energy. would keep him till the end. Yes, wh- wh- whoever's on his team would keep him to the end. Yes, because they're all like, "I'm starving." He's like, "I make banana." <laughs> <laughs> I find banana. I see where you're going with this. Like he's so the best survivor. And everyone else is exhausted. They're and tired. starving by the end. Yeah. But then first place eats second place. That's where the winner comes from. Yeah, yeah. America doesn't even vote. But this guy will always win because they're like, we need to do this physical challenge that involves throwing spears at this target because that's what it's like being a survivor. <laughs> and he's like, I learned how to throw spears since I was three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just throws it. And they do other love things to too. Like, what's the one? Um... One of, one of the tribes in Ghana, one thing that they do, like one of their one of their sort of uh, coming of age games is like it's young men who are like vaulting over like cows is like one of the things. Oh, they really? Would, they could absolutely do that in yeah. this show if they did it right. That'd be so good, man. And they would always be physically fit because they were the ones eating. They have the best shelter. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh, but and everyone's like, my feet are sore because I don't have shoes. He's like, what are shoes? <laughs> it kind of turns into tribalism anyway because there's always different factions. Yeah. It. So uh, cool twist on it though. So once they get within like eight eliminations of the end everyone who's eliminated goes into the so-called jury house yes and those people end up being the final vote of the season they all vote together on who should win in the final two yes so that means you got to be real nice to people once you start getting into like the nine, ten this range. guy wouldn't be a bad guy because everyone would be like hey have you heard you know he'd come up and be like i karen my name is ugwa yeah, yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, you're such a nice guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Would you like a bug? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Offering crickets and stuff. Yeah. Dude, I love this idea. Here they should a, do it. Here is a leaf bug sandwich. The, the American version would absolutely do this. Not a doubt in my mind. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty gaudy, so they'd be into it. Anyway, that that's Big Brother. That's how it goes down, man. Nice. That's, uh, and that's pretty much all my playing and watching. I got nothing else.
So I've I've had a really intense, uh, unexpected week. Uh, I've been home a lot lately, yeah, um, due to circumstances, and um, I started playing Ghost of Tsushima based on your mm. last episode's mm. comments. Mm. And oh my god, did I not expect that game to be so good! <laughs> it is so fucking good. It has superseded Miles Morales as my favorite open world game. Whoa! Holy shit! I didn't know it went quite that far. Yeah. Damn, dude. Okay, so what? So what is it? What are the qualities of it that push it over the top? So this game in no way tries to be. It it, it takes very clearly what is an old story yep. and legendifies it. Yes. It's not trying to be world accurate, history nope. accurate. Nope. It's taking inspiration from that. Yeah. And almost, you know, we have these stories of these grand adventures of, uh, you know, something that did exist to a small degree. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head that's turned into like Achilles and uh, yeah. the, the Battle of Troy. Okay, cool. That's something that, for the most part, we all know the myth version of. Yeah, it. yeah. But it really did happen. There yeah. is a true version there somewhere. Yes. But what we know is and what's most famous to us is this mythalized mm. version. Mm. And that's what they did is they took this very real um, invasion of the Mongols and applied the myth scope on it. Yes. And it's so much so that they basically went, if we took the Akira Kurosawa movies, we turn them into a game, how would that game look? Yeah. And that's yeah. fucking what they did. Absolutely they did. Everything There's even a Kurosawa mode that you can yes. play it in. <laughs> it makes it so much harder to play. Though, it does. By the way. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. Does. it. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. But it is great. I did a few duels that way. Right. Just to, you know, the, oh the, the pedals God, the falling. Duels. The, the duels, duels are so sick. They get real close. So you feel really personal yeah, with yeah. the duel. It's so good. And I love the action. I love the concept that... I, I really love the combat. The combat is... It's extremely good. It's extremely good. Yeah. It's got that Akira's course where everyone dies in one or two swings. Yep. And it's not realistic. Nobody no. gives a fuck. No. But everything ends with a pose. Yes. Every little slash ends with a... It's, yeah. It's kind of like um a what you get if you mix uh, the Batman Arkham games mixed with like a, a Dark Soulsy uh Sekiro Shadow yeah, Type yeah, play yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. the amalgamation of those two. <laughs> It's a tiny little orgasm every time you take out a group of enemies. It is. There's like, you come across, like it's, you fight like normally six at a time. Right, yeah. But those six at a time, whether you're at the start of the game or the end of the game, can fuck you up. Yes, they can. If It's not about like, okay, yeah, you gain better gear, you upgrade your gear and you gain health and sure. stuff and these, all these unlocks. But really, that's not what makes the game easier for you. What makes the game easier is the four style wheels. Yep, that's right. And the, the styles. Yeah, yeah. The rock, paper, scissors sort of. So there's like four different styles yeah. that oppose different mm -hmm. enemy styles. That's right. And yeah, whether to, it's spear or sword or hammer or, or I brute. guess bludgeon or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so the idea is you're supposed to like kind of rock, paper, scissors and constantly switch between the modes. Yes. Um, to fight different enemies as they yep. come at you. And there's a lot of parrying. Um, yep. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's a great it's game. So it, the game... I feel does a really good job because the Kira Cross movies have this visceral feeling of calmness, mm -hmm. calmness, chill, calmness, action, 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 calmness, yeah, yeah. calmness, <laughs> calmness, calmness. And that's yeah. really what this game is. It's so much calm. You're just traveling through the forest. Yep. Not really much is going on. You're gathering resources. Yeah, you're like, oh, let me chase a fox for a little bit. I'm just yeah. going to follow a fox, oh, find a, a shrine. Little birdie tree. Oh, a little, little hot spring. Don't mind if I do. Oh, a haiku. I'm going to write a haiku. Oh, very nice. Oh. Very nice. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, Kill five guys! Yeah, yeah. And then a haiku. <laughs> Cut their fucking heads off! <laughs> yeah, and it's blood, like yeah, a yeah. Kira Crossover style blood spurting everywhere. Dude, oh my god, the blood is so good in this game. It's so good. I, I am so glad they put haikus in it. Oh, Honest, I know! Yeah, yeah. My favorite part. 
I'm not so gonna lie. Fun. My there's, favorite part. There's these moments where, yeah. So in the game, you find like uh, it's it's already kind of set up. Like it's a little, you know, whatever. It's a video game. It's a little setup area, but it's always overlooking some scenic area. Beautiful. Scene. And 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 some of them are more rugged. Some of them are, are more traditional, like sort of scenic beauty. And then uh, and then you you compose a haiku out of like predisposed lines so it's like just by looking options. at nature yeah in the nature you look around nature you look around nature and you're inspired by the nature yeah there's basically really what it comes down to mechanically is three different spots based on nature yep. that of the first line of the haiku is made yeah you yeah. select the first out of three you select the first line yeah yeah and then it goes to a different scene within the same larger scene but like right. it zooms in a bit yeah, yeah at something specific and then it chooses, and you have another three options. Yep. And then you choose one of those three to make the, the second line of the haiku. Yep. And then finally you choose your third. So you kind of have this customized haiku, semi-customized, right? It's within a certain limit. Right. But it kind of helps you build these haikus that are just deep. Man, I really want to play this game again from start. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so good. And I like that it's it's fairly punishing early on. It makes you good. It does, It yeah. makes you really good at it. And it makes you, it also forces you to think strategically early on. Uh, so you're always looking for like the grass to hide in and trying yes. to figure out how to get from place to place without being seen. Um, have you, how far in have you made it? Oh, I'm done. Oh, you're done? Okay. I'm done. So, yeah, because you end up no, battling. No, no, I'm done as in like, okay, I'm not quite 100% done yeah, because yeah. I moved on to Legends mode. Yeah, yeah. But I'm so you've unlocked like the ghost armor and shit like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, so sick! And then uh, and the ghost armor also the gives you the ghost armor. the ghost assassin mode. Yes, where like you run around in this mode and every strike is a death strike. So that doesn't. It's really so come, sick. That actually comes before the armor. Oh, does it really? Yeah, I yeah. forget. Um, the ghost mode comes before the armor. Yeah, it's the ghost armor helps you accomplish okay. that move, but that comes up before yeah, where everything turns. Um, black and yeah, white black and, and white. you swing everything goes red yeah and then it like the guy just does like the animated fall where like you swipe and then he, some of them might like died three seconds later yeah, yeah. as blood splurts it's so sick it's dude kind of their version of like the god of war spartan mode where you yeah. push in the r3 and l3 yeah and you just go fucking nuts dude i loved riding in on a horse into a group of mongolians just flying off the back of the horse <laughs> <laughs> taking dudes out it was so much fun see i always oh wore god. the uh the sakai armor and i yeah, upgraded okay. my so i could challenge like five guys at once yep oh so i come in do the standoff i only ever made it up to three oh, was I the did, max i got to five i think is the max yeah, yeah. To my knowledge okay uh which is where i got to and i would just come in and there'd be like a gang of and i just walk and be like stand up send me your best fighter and they yeah, have yeah. one and they do that like fake off like they're trying yeah, yeah. they basically it's like um it's like a quick action thing where you're holding down the button right. and you have to let go at the right time. At the right time, yeah. But the enemy will come and attack and you have to do it while they're about to attack you but before they hit you. And if you, you miss, you lose a chunk of health. If you like miss, a good you, chunk of health. If you fuck it up either by going too early because they try and fake you out. Yes. Or if you go too late, they fuck you up. Yeah, they do. They fuck you up. And But if you hit them once, you can just keep going through like three yep. or four more guys. Yep. <laughs> by the so time sick. I'm done the fifth one, there's one archer sitting in the back going... Shit. And he books it. He, <laughs> he books, it. books it. And then you pull out your bowl, your longbow and fucking yeah. take him out. I love that shit, man. It's yeah. so great. I love it when they run. It's <laughs> so good. The only complaint I have about the game are the hostile, uh, the stealth hoss, um, the stealth missions where you cannot be seen at all. Uh, were there some like that? Yes. Where the moment you were seen, it was done for. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I had a hard time with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, that was it. I probably did too, but yeah, I made it, I ended up making it through it. I'm not great at stealth games. Yeah. yeah and then the, uh, the setting is unbelievable, man. Like you could just, honestly, there's like so many deer in headlights moments when I was playing <sighs> that game where I just stop and I'm just like, oh my God, like this is beautiful. Like, I didn't know what game I was playing until the right. So you do the, the, I loved the starting where the, oh, I forgot, what's the general's name? Um. Uh, Oh my god, I can't believe his name. His uh, uncle. Kotun Kotun Kai or Kotun Khan. No, no, no. The his uncle. Jin Sakai's uncle. 
Oh, I forget his name. Yeah. Anyway, the, the leader... Big, big Sakai. <laughs> yeah. He's not a Sakai, but yeah. Uh, the, the head Japanese, the head samurai... Yeah, yeah. ...leads, Daimyo, leads his people into battle against yep. the... And he sends one of his generals to, like, basically tell the Mongols to go fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, hey, we're going to have honorable combat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Koten Khan is just like, I wish to duel your biggest, strongest man. Very classic to yeah, samurai. Yeah. So we can... Yeah. And Koten Khan just shows up and is like, all right, cool, man. Here's some gasoline, and Fucking here's a sets fire. Him on fire. Fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> and all the samurai are like, "Holy shit! What the fuck did he just do?" Yeah. And then the battle starts. I'm like, "Okay, that was interesting. That was yeah, yeah. clearly this guy's saying, Fuck you! Your right. ways are useless and old.' Right. And then you do the whole cinematic battle. The battle on the beach was insane, dude. The battle on the beach was, was insane. Wild. But I didn't feel it was anything special, per yeah, se. Yeah. Until the title after you wake up and you go ride on the horse for the first time, the world pretty much opens yeah, up. Yeah. And the title screen does it where he does like he's riding through like the white flowers. Yeah, and yeah. He leans down, like touches the flowers, and the yep. wind's blowing, and has the title screen. I just went, oh, oh no, this is gonna be good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you find the first Mongolians. You're like, oh fuck, I gotta <laughs> yeah. stay away. Like, and uh, it's so gratifying when you finally like start to invade their camps, and then there's different points where you make it onto their ships, yeah. and you're fucking stinking around their ships, taking them down. Like it was so much fun, man. And then uh, honestly. Kotun Khan also, I'm trying to think of other really good ones. Uh, probably one of the better video game villains in the last decade. I, I loved it. Kotun Khan was interesting. He reminded me a lot of Bane from Oh uh, totally, totally. Dark, Dark Knight, yeah. Dark Knight Rises. That's where I, I got a lot of Bane. He was very like, he was very like, he respects the warrior, but only the ones who can challenge him. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and he, he doesn't necessarily cool. care for your tactics or your honor. No, he doesn't. He's like, you fight with whatever means you need to fight. Yeah, with. Yeah, I don't exactly. care. I'll respect you. If you cheat to beat me, yep. I respect he's, it. He's good with it. You do yeah, whatever yeah. you need to do to win. Yeah. And I respect that. And the final battle with him, man, dude, my thumbs were tired, man. Oh, like, that was it's rough. grueling. So, because he's, he's, he's tough. He's a beast, yeah. I... I think my favorite Koten Khan was not my favorite enemy in that. It was, um, oh my god! I like the duels. Yeah, the duels, the, the big duels, the big duels. Yeah, no, I, I no, it wasn't Koten Khan. It was uh, he, Ryozu. Oh yeah, Ryozu, and that was an emotional one. That was an emotional one. That was great. Yeah, and you can tell this guy was basically just too deep. Yep. And at some point, he's like, "I want to get out. I'm so sorry. I, I fucked up." Yeah. And your guy's like, "I don't care. You, you fucked die. up so badly." Yeah. You need to either kill yourself for honor, right. or I need to kill you. Yeah. And Ryo, Ryuzo is like, I, I can't kill myself. I'm too. He basically, he's, he's a coward. A coward. Yeah, yeah. He can't do it. And Jin's like, that's fine. There is no way out except for death. Yeah, he's gonna put you down. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've, you have done. You've lost so much honor after this point. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. I love that. And then, and then, of course, uh, you know, Jin Sakai, like where, where his storyline goes too, with his dark turns, right? Like, yes. uh, dude, he's. What ending did you choose? Um, I chose. Let him live. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, so and then uh, and then the post game, you still get to run around, but you have new armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really all that matters is a few dialogue choices and the color of armor. I yep, think. yep. And that battle was good too, actually, with your uncle uh, great. toward the end. That, that was a great was battle. Meaningful. Too. Yeah, it really I, was. I I will admit I lost a bit of emotion in that mm. um, because I lost like five times. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. I think you might have fucked me up one time. I'm not yeah. very good at the duels. I'll yeah, admit. Yeah. I'm very good at the open world combat. Yeah, not yeah. very good at the duels. Yeah. yeah. So he fucked me up. So after dying like five times, it kind of lost the mm-hmm. impact. <laughs> if I start losing, I just do a bunch of the the quick attacks, like the <laughs> ching, like where you do uh, for uh, maybe it's like triangle circle or something, triangle square. No, triangle and something you tap together and it does it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I think the it's triangle strikes. circle. Yeah, yeah, lightning strikes. Yeah, yeah, do a couple of those bad boys. Fuck yes. Up. So yeah, 
but I really two. love that they're like, hey, this could be the end of House Kai. Write your final words. Yeah, this could be the House of. Uh, and so they sit there and they both write. You write your own haiku yeah. right at the end, right before that. Oh, dude, the horse drama. Oh, 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 the would horse you, drama. Which, which horse did you choose? Uh, Nobu. Black or white? Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, it was like a special edition one. I got a blue one. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I chose uh, white, and his name was Nobu. Oh yeah, I named him Nobu though. Oh, yeah, I named him Nobu yeah, as well. Yeah. And then when he died, because they're like, this horse is going to be the for the rest of you for the rest of the game. And I'm like, that's yeah. fine. He's just a roach. And yeah. I never really treated him with much. Yeah, yeah. Beyond just being like a roach. And then the scene where they kill him, I'm like, oh my god, I I actually care about this horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And then they gave me another one at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. And I chose the because you can't choose the same one. I chose black, and I named him something else. I'm Nobu like, two. Hey, <laughs> Nobu two, and he's kind of cool, but I'm like. He's not Nobu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to build that relationship again, right? Yeah. Man, what a fucking great game. It is so good that they treat this. Le- so the Legends mode, mm. um, so much more style to it. Really? Yes. So it's kind of, it's it's a looter. The idea is you go through, you level up your class, um, and you play as one of four. So uh, how can I word this? There's one of four classes. The Samurai, mm-hmm. the Hunter, which is like a bow person. Yeah. Uh, the Ronin and the Assassin. Okay. So they each take on what four of the main aspects of Jinsukai. Jinsukai is the king of them yeah, all. Yeah. So imagine if you broke up their, his skills, his styles into sure. four different styles. Yeah. The samurai has can suck health from other people. Yep. So he kind of heals himself. He's kind of a tank. Nice. Plus high damage. His special, They also have special abilities. Yeah. Uh, which is he like jumps around and just slashes at a bunch oh, of nice. people. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and then the hunter is a bowman that can just kick ass with the bow. Yeah. I, I boring as fuck, but whatever. <laughs> the Ronin, I would say, is like is like the healer class. Yeah. So it can put down a healer. It can summon like a pet wolf to mm. hunt stuff, and that's kind of what it does. And yeah. It uses the ghost weapons more often, like the oh cool, um, the concussion stuff, okay. things like that. And then there's the assassin, which does exactly what the fuck. What do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you play as this. You play as a team of either two to complete a story mission, uh, which is honestly take the raids, like the the attacking the big towns. Yeah. It's one of those. Nice. With added story to it. So a little mini quest like resurrect this guy or, or or rescue these guys or go kill the the fire the fire demons, which are like the huge things that launch fire arrows. Nice. Okay. Um, or do all these things. They're like three phase stories. Mm-hmm. And they have different mechanics. They are added mechanics that make it harder. A yeah. lot harder. Um, and then so you go through that and you get gear and you level up that character to gain new techniques. And you kind of build your character. You don't get all... Like in Jin Sakai story, you just get the technique. You just mm-hmm. unlock it and you always have mm-hmm. it. In this one, there's like three different chains. So you unlock all of them in that chain, but you have to choose only one of three. Okay. So you build your character differently than everyone else, even though okay, you're in the gotcha. same class. Gotcha. And then there's like survival mode where there's like king of the hill. You have to defend the different areas. And, and the they just play, take place in different areas from the map in the game? Sort of. So what they do is the lore to this one is fucking fantastic. You play as ancient dead ghost samurai oh okay and the idea is you are not in the physical realm that when the invaders came to Tsushima yeah um, they unleashed Oni like their hatred and their evil oh. unleashed Oni so you play as go- they call them the ghosts yeah you play as ex-samurai who died a long time ago gotcha protect, you know protecting doing her in yeah, Tsushima yeah. and you play in the spirit realm defending the real world against these Oni against these demons oh so, the so are I, your enemies looking like demons somehow? They're a bit of both, yeah. They, some okay. of them look like demons. Yeah. And some of them look like uh, Mongols with like lack of a face because oh, they're okay. like, they're they're evil. Okay. They're, they're spiritual versions yeah, yeah. of them. So it's really the same game mechanically with some added extra features. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of 
extra features. I gotta check it out. It's so stylish. I gotta check it out, man. Yeah, I gotta see the... the trouble is, on the PS4, I gotta delete a bunch of stuff now to go back and download it again, but... Yeah, super good game, man. I fucking love Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, we should also say, uh, this week it was announced, uh, there's a movie coming, Ghost of Tsushima yes. movie, being directed by the John Wick director. So, very, very cool. Can't wait for that. Yeah, that looks really good. So, I want to show you quick, like, this is... Oh, they look badass. What you can expect from sort of style. So, it's got this everything. The whole world is kind of drawn like this, this reddish tint. That's cool. The spiritual world, blood and everything. And these are the different classes. So, it's just really well done. There's raids, too, that you have to do at high level. It's... Huh. I gotta, I gotta check this out. I Honestly, I never got it. It came out... There you go. That's in-game. Right after I kind of moved on from it. Okay. Um, but I've been thinking about the game a lot lately. I'm just like, damn, that was a beautiful game. I just yeah. want to play it again. I, I want to find a team to play this with. Yeah. Because it requires... The best way to play this game is with good coordination. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I'm having a hard time playing with people online because there's just no coordination. Yeah, yeah. And this game almost demands it. Can you communicate via headset? Yeah, but no game? one fucking does. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, you have to. You kind of have to, but no one wants to because that deals with other bullshit players. And you, you're you in these games for so, such a short period yeah, yeah. that no one goes Well, attached. I'll give it a shot this next weekend, maybe like Saturday or something. Let me know. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm into it. Cool. Uh, other other notable things we, we should have mentioned, dude. Totally forgot to mention the uh, the official trailer for um, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Came yeah, out. it's fucking good. It, it is looks good. good. It's really good. So that's that's a DC property that is ripe for the picking with all the quips and goofy jokes and goofy characters yes. and stuff like that. Did you see Weasel? Weasel in it? He's like I don't remember which one's who played. He's a little like Weasel Man. He's like licking the glass. Oh, <laughs> that was that's so him, yeah. funny, man. And then uh, King, uh, was it King Shark? Is that his name? Yeah, 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 dude. He just like rips the dude in half. And oh, I eats love another it. one. There's another. There's another scene where he's picking his teeth with the human skull. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just it looks great. I forget what he says, but when he sees the guy from behind, he's like, "Hello, Rob." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it looks so good, man. It looks so yeah, good. Anyway. James Gunn is the best guy to make a movie like that. Totally. I totally. can't think of a better director that can do an ensemble. Cast yeah, yeah. Like this that. is like this is like the the DC Guardians of the Galaxy, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be so good. And I, I love the initial scene in a trailer, too, where it's, like, frantic. And they're dressed in, like, normal clothes, but, like, getting armed up and tossing clips back and forth. And oh, like, yeah. It was so good, man. Anyway, watch that trailer if you haven't seen it. It's super good. And I think, uh, I don't know, do you have anything else? Um, I don't know if we all go into it this time. Uh, but next episode, spoiler, I'm going, in my plane and watch it, I'm going to talk about uh, the Dota show on Netflix. Dota show on Netflix. Yeah, so they put out a Dota series. Uh, oh, shit. Called Dragon Blood. On Netflix, it's a cartoon animated series. I had no idea. It is actually pretty good. It's crazy. I feel like it's a good combination of the Voltron, the newer Voltron series. Hmm. I guess I am talking about it. The new Voltron series. <laughs> and Which uh, was good. Which was, was good. good I really like that. Yeah. And um, Castlevania. The new Castlevania. So if you liked those two, this is somewhere in between. It it's, is mature. I need, I need to look it up. That's wild. I'll show you so the trailer. I no idea. Yeah, yeah. I, after I this. no idea. It's totally worth it. It's good. Honestly, you don't need... There is no lore in the game. This kind of is creating a new world. So you do get this strange feeling when you're watching it. Like there's something you're missing. Like there's lore that you don't quite get. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. No one gets it. The lore doesn't okay. exist. Okay. There's a minute, little bit bits of character You can lore. pretty much just jump in anywhere and... Well, no, no. But there's no game from the lore. So you, you don't need to have played the game. Because the game doesn't have any lore. It's just a MOBA. That's it. It's right. just a MOBA. There's nothing to it. There's no character lore, but this expands on that lore. So there's okay. nothing you don't know that other people 
already do know. I looked it up because I was like, I feel like I'm missing lore here. Huh. There's something I felt like I was missing. Yeah. And I looked it up and like, no, I'm not missing shit. Wow. It's just they're slowly expanding this universe and yeah. adding on to it. And this is the first time they've done that. So there is no secret here. It's cool as hell. Hope it we, does well. Then you can see more of that. Yeah. So sweet. It looks pretty good. Oh, yeah, man. Cool. Well, we are coming up on 90 minutes here. And uh, I guess that'll about wrap it for episode 127 of Rona Geek Official Podcast. So I guess uh, we'll go ahead and sign off for the day. Yeah. Great. This is Alex Austin signing off, man. Uh, Ghost of Windsor. Jesus, what was Adam. it? Yeah. <laughs> that works. That works. Was this the episode where I said I was Adam? Yeah, I don't know. This is Adam's idea. Anyway, see you later, people.